0: Jesus, Man for All Time, Part 3 Orthodox Jews believed that man's first parents fell from holiness and brought evil into the world. Since that time, all men were sinful, deserving punishment from God. But God had promised to redeem man from sin. And in Nazareth, the members of the synagogue were attending services every Sabbath with the Redeemer, the Christ, and didn't know it. The first time Jesus preached there, the congregation was so outraged by what he said that they tried to throw him over the brink of a hill. But Jesus simply escaped, or Jesus simply walked through them and escaped. The starting point for Jesus' ministry came when he was about 30 years old. John the Baptist, a rugged preacher who wore a garment of camel's hair with a leather belt and ate locusts and wild honey, Trammed the wilderness of Judea, baptizing and teaching a doctrine of repentance for the forgiveness of sin, he talked of the coming of the Messiah, one of one whose sandals he is not, or he would not be worthy to untie. Jesus came to him and was baptized, and a voice came from heaven, saying, "'This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased.' Jesus was not a revolutionary political leader. He was not a Messiah who would lead the Jews into the new days of glory, outshining even David's kingdom. True enough, his words, taken seriously, have revolutionary implications. He was human, and he was underst- and he understood hunger and sorrow. He challenged the essence, E S S E N E teaching to hate the opposition by commanding his followers love your enemies do good to them that hate you he also said they should love their neighbors as themselves when a lawyer asked who is my neighbor jesus responded with the story of the good samaritan in which the samaritan is the hero since most jews considered the samaritans so unclean that they would have no dealings with them. The lawyer had his answer. All men, even Samaritans, were his neighbors. After the first year or so of his ministry, Jesus chose the 12 men who were to be his apostles. Most of them came from families as humble as his own, men from the fishing villages on the Sea of Galilee or from the nondescript hamlets in the surrounding hills. Peter, the fisherman, seemed to be the natural leader. Although his fiery personality often got out of hand, one man, Matthew, traditionally the author of the first gospel, was drawn into the circle from the tax booths of the hated Roman bureaucracy. At the other extreme came Simon, the zealot. Persuading the other ten to accept these two unlikely candidates, one of bureaucrat and other of fanatic, took considerable genius. Some of the followers of Jesus and his disciples were wealthy, but most of them were poor. Rich men did not like Jesus' admonition. Lay not up yourselves treasures upon earth. Jesus knew that it was easier for a rich man to justify his own self-interest than to sacrifice everything and follow him. Jesus said, It is easier for a camel to go through a needle's eyes a needle's eye than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. But he added that God that with God everything is possible. At the time at the same time as the story about the talents in Matthew makes clear, Jesus excused no one from personal responsibility.